0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. What's up, everybody? I am not Finn McKenty. I am the producer of the podcast, Deanna Chapman. And today I'm bringing you a bonus episode of some podcast q and I posted to Instagram and Facebook and got quite a few questions. So I wanted to take a minute to answer those and really just give you guys a better feel for what I do for Finn and the podcast. So real quick here, in addition to editing and mixing. I handle all of the admin. I get the episodes loaded into megaphone. I get the ad markers set and make sure everything is good to go with any sponsors we may have. I also help Finn with booking when it's needed. And I'm sort of the go-between for him and the network that we are now on, which is Sound Talent Media. And I really basically just try to help lighten the load for Finn as much as I can because as everyone listening knows, Finn is a very busy guy. He also has, you know, a day job with URM in addition to the podcast and his YouTube channel. So he's definitely very focused on creating great content for you guys. And my focus is making sure it gets to you on time. It sounds good and that we are on track for everything to go out as planned but to dive into the questions the first one here is from alex gilmore is it best to have a pre-prepared set of questions ready or is it better to just have a general idea of what you want to talk about and go from there with your guest when i did a podcast with my friend we tended to have a general outline and just go with the flow really I would say it depends on what kind of podcast you are doing. For instance, my two podcasts are Welcome to Geekdom and Chat Cemetery. On Welcome to Geekdom, I'm usually just talking to friends or creators. And with my friends, usually I have a good enough banter with them already, obviously, because I've been talking to them for quite some time now. And we can talk about any movie and just kind of go from there. I have a format for movies where we kind of talk about the cast real quick, and then we dive into the story. We talk about some of our favorite moments or visual effects that stood out to us, for instance, and then we dive into ratings and wrap up with some final thoughts. And for Chat Cemetery, that's a Stephen King podcast. So a lot more prep work goes into that because I'm oftentimes reading the book for the first time. So I don't necessarily have an outline for that one. But I am making mental notes as I go through the book. Oh, I need to mention this connection to this other Stephen King thing and all of those sorts of things. Same with the movie and TV show episodes that I do as well. But if you are having a guest on who you have never talked to before or who you are interviewing, I think it's good to have questions, but not necessarily feel the need to stick to them. Let the conversation flow. And then if you have a question that doesn't fit in with the flow of the conversation, don't be afraid to toss that out unless it's super, super crucial to a point you're trying to make or it's something that you feel the need to have them answer on the podcast. Next up from Caleb Joseph Tobias Crocker. Top five things needed to start and run a successful podcast, aside from the obvious, microphone, voice, laptop, etc. What are the programs or websites you use for stuff like that, any specific know-how audio-wise? Personally, I haven't had a problem showing friends how to record their own audio, and not all of them have microphones, so I don't think you really need to have any quote-unquote know-how right off the bat, because so many of these things you can either have a friend who knows how to record explain it to you, or you could simply Google and find, you know, thousands of YouTube videos on how to set up a microphone, how to record in whatever DAW you're using, and oftentimes there are free ones. I am all for starting with free DAWs such as GarageBand, or even if you need to, Audacity. Audacity is not the prettiest DAW out there, and there are other free ones that you can use, but I think when you're starting, you don't necessarily need to have all of the best gear. If you were to go back and listen to some of my older podcasts, like when I was doing a podcast for Modern Vinyl called Misalign, those early podcasts are really, really rough because I was using a USB mic. I was using the Blue Yeti, and it does pick up room noise more so than the current mic that I use now, which is a Shure SM7B. And I don't think you need one of those to start by any means. I happened to get a deal on mine from a guy who owned a studio who I used to work with when I was in high school, I interned for him. So he gave me a steal on the SM7B. And that's really the only reason I ended up with one. But you want to do things like look into hosting platforms. There are free ones out there like Anchor. There are ones I prefer that are paid. For instance, I use Transistor. And I wouldn't say there's necessarily five specific things that make any one podcast successful, because it will depend on your topic that you're discussing. You know, my podcasts are in relatively crowded spaces. There are other Stephen King podcasts out there that are much bigger than mine. There are also plenty of other movie, TV show, all around pop culture podcasts out there. So I picked, you know, maybe two of the worst topics to go into for my podcasts. And, you know, with the Punk Rock MBA, Finn had a built-in audience. So the podcast had a listenership right off the bat. It has obviously grown within the last year. But if you don't have that base built in already when you're launching a podcast expect to be doing a lot of telling your friends, telling your family, telling them to tell their friends and family members. You really want to get word of mouth out there. I think that is the most crucial thing when it comes to having a successful podcast because there are plenty of podcasts out there that I haven't heard about, but they're successful because within a specific group of people, it's been shared and shared and shared, but you really don't know until you start getting the word out as to how much traction you're going to get. And one thing to keep in mind is the microphone you use ultimately isn't going to matter. You know, if you use Pro Tools instead of Logic, that's not going to matter. What matters is just making a high quality podcast and, you know, remote recording is getting better. So I would say look into Different options. Do you want to have your guests record their own audio? Are your guests going to be willing to record their own audio? Is it just going to be you and a co host? There are so many things you need to figure out ahead of time that I think planning and word of mouth are two of the most crucial elements to having a successful podcast. If you just say, you know what, I'm going to sit down, do a podcast, just going to wing it, not going to have a plan, not going to really have a specific topic that I am going to discuss. I wouldn't set your expectations too high. Sure, there might be some podcasts like that that are successful, but oftentimes you'll see big name personalities behind those kind of shows or, you know, a lot of comedians can get away with that because they are bringing that comedic value to their show as well.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week, I'm joined by an amazing guest,
2: go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash ThePunkRockMBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode.
0: Next up, we have a couple of questions from Adam Johnson. Best methods to increase organic reach and engagement. Like I said, you know, word of mouth is going to be your best option there you really just want to tell as many people as you can about it. Sure, you might <laughs> seem annoying to people, but if this is something you're creating and that you truly believe in, don't be afraid to, you know, post about your episode more than once on Twitter, for instance. I know that Finn will post on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on Facebook, he'll post from his personal page, the Punk Rock NBA page, and then also post in the Punk Rock MBA group. So he's hitting three different places that have an overlapping audience on Facebook. And from what I can tell, no one really seems to mind. I will post my episodes on Twitter, for instance, the day of release, and then maybe a few days later, I'll send out another tweet. And it really just depends on sort of looking at what times are best to post on social media, too. I think that is something that I have noticed definitely can get more eyes on something. With Instagram, it's a little harder to get those click throughs because you're having to send people to the link in your bio. And then if it's something like a link tree, like I use, they have to find the correct link and click on that. So there's a little more friction there. But I would really say also try building a community. Like Finn has done, he has the Punk Rock MBA group where there's probably a higher level of engagement with those people because they are willing to be part of this very active Facebook group. And I have a Slack group for my podcast, which I open it up to anyone who has been a guest on the podcast, and then it's part of a Patreon tier. So if you do the $5 a month tier, for instance, you can join the Welcome to Geekdom Slack and get access to me and guests who have been on the podcast. And we talk about movies, TV shows, basically all the same things we talk about on the podcast there. So I think getting the word out, word of mouth, building community, things like that are really going to go a long way in the long run for your podcast. The second question from Adam Johnson is Do any of these SEO emails I'm getting have any value to what I'm already doing? I think, Adam, I know which emails you're talking about. And personally, I don't really do much with them. You know, I have the keywords that are, I think I know which emails you're talking about, Adam, but I don't really do anything with those kinds of emails. Honestly, when I go to upload my episodes into Transistor. There's a little keyword section, and there are preset keywords in there for my podcast just on a general sense, like film, TV, comics, things like that. For the Stephen King one, it's Stephen King, literature, books, movies, so on and so forth. And Every once in a while, I will find some success with, you know, changing up the keywords or just putting in ones that aren't the default ones. So for instance, it's very random. I had an episode that I did on Gravity Falls, and that one skyrocketed in downloads in comparison to some of the other things. So as far as SEO goes, I think you just have to sort of try to find what topics people are looking for. I try to do episodes as timely as possible to sort of try and capitalize on people discussing things like a season of a TV show, for instance. I'll try to do roundtables as close to A season of something like The Mandalorian ending as possible. This way I can sort of get a faster turnaround time. It's not always as fast as I would like. Sometimes it's a week or two after the season ends, but I think that's still close enough to where you can kind of capitalize on people discussing that show because not everyone watches everything at the same rate. The same can be said with Netflix shows in particular, because the season drops all at once. Not everyone is going to necessarily finish it all in one day. I might be guilty of that, but I know not everyone is. So as far as the emails go, I honestly haven't really responded to any of those sort of SEO emails you get to, you know, optimize your podcast and things like that, because I do think there are a lot of other things you can focus on to make sure you're getting a podcast out there that people want to check out, whether it's something that is a timely topic, like a movie or TV show, or if it's something that is maybe a little more evergreen, you just want to make sure you're getting... best content out there as you possibly can. So only a handful of things to cover there. I hope you guys found this helpful. And if anyone is interested in starting a podcast, but is still a little unsure of where to start, I do offer consultations. I have those listed on my website, which is in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, you can check out my podcasts. Again, those are Welcome to Geekdom and Chat Cemetery. And I hope you guys have been enjoying the Punk Rock NBA podcast. I might hop on here every now and then to help Finn out with some bonus content. I know there's a tier of his Patreon where you can get a consultation with me as well. That's another way to do that. So check out the Patreon, check out the Punk Rock NBA merch. And be sure you guys sign up for the Punk Rock NBA newsletter. Each week, you'll get a newsletter with the content that Finn has put out, some of his press appearances, if he did interviews or other podcasts, things like that. And then him and I also run through what we're reading, watching, and listening to. So check that out if you want a little more content from us as well. It's not long. We won't ever sell your email or anything like that. It's just a newsletter to keep up with what Finn's releasing and what we're checking out each week.
2: All right, my friends. That does it for this episode of the podcast if you made it this far thank you thank you for listening we sincerely appreciate each and every one of you if you want to help the show there's a couple things that you can do first of all share it on social media if you share it tag us tag finn mckenty that's me and tag deanna chapman that's a producer